Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example... Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say, this might be... Our snarkiest episode ever. <laughs> I think it could be. <laughs> I think that's where we're headed. It's episode 396. Yeah. The Equalizer 2. No. <laughs> no, Mamma Mia. Yeah. Hello. Here we go. That God. Denzel. Let me explain something. <laughs> the, the movie, it, first off, that you would make, it's a missed opportunity that you would make a sequel to Mamma Mia and not call it Papa Pia. <laughs> Fair, fair enough. Fair. So, Especially revolving around three fathers. So it's like... from the get go. Like so, you've missed uh, your opportunity for a, a, the trilogy. So which you is, didn't give this masterpiece a chance. Which this, then the third one would be, baby's got the diarrhea, <laughs> right? Like that's and she has a she's pregnant with a baby. It's see, like, oh my see? god, it's a complete. So she's spoiler, she has a baby. That would like, she's never pregnant. Papa Pia, she's like I'm pregnant. I have a baby. Baby's got the diarrhea. Baby. That that well, can you imagine how that Blu-ray set <laughs> would look yeah. on your shelf? <laughs> also, I would like to say that. I don't think Joe knows what a flash forward is. He just said she was pr- not ever pregnant, but it's just and like, then she had a baby yeah, in the movie. I, I've got two of them. I know how it works. No, I don't think not the baby thing. I'm saying I don't think you know what a flash forward is. I know what a flash forward is. <laughs> I fell asleep and I was like, "What happened?" Oh, no, you, you missed nine months later. Is what happened. That's a flash forward. So, like you, like it's a bad sign when even the title of your movie. Is a warning, oh, right? Here we go again. Is, here we is, go again. Seriously, here we go. seriously though, after seeing this movie, and I kind of expected this, but that is such a literal title with how many recycled songs there are. Well, how many ABBA songs are the there? First one. But I mean, they have quite a back catalog. But they do they though? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they've had a they ton of hits, lots right. of songs. But so they. In, instead of just doing unknown songs or deep cuts, they pretty much recycle 75% of the songs and then throw some in there that are really wedged in to fit the story <laughs> where you're just like, oh, God. You mean all of them? Like Fernando. Oh, my God. The backstory that they had to come yeah, up for boy, that. Yeah, they were really. Seriously? Like, yeah. Oh. But anyway, we'll get into it here shortly. Ugh. 
Oh, man. So, But if you're wondering, what songs are they going to do in this one? They used all their hits in the first one. Mamma Mia, here we go again. <laughs> is all you need so, to know. So let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Quick shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on iTunes. Go there, rate, review, subscribe. You're going to want to leave us a review after this one. <laughs> might be good, might be bad, but you're going to want to. So there. And uh, don't forget, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers, League of Show Sharers. There you go. Patreon. Patreon. That old I really thought you'd go right into it without a hesitation. <laughs> Slash real spoilers. So there. I so, remembered. Do you guys know the history of ventriloquism? I do. <laughs> I went to a concert last night, Kevin. Did you know that? <laughs> I went to a concert last <laughs> night. So Mamma Mia 2. So I never saw the first one. Shocking. Which is great because I can't wait to answer your questions. I don't even know if I have any. Okay. <laughs> I love musicals. I Love. I, so oh. I am not anti-musical, but well, I hate that first movie with the white-hot intensity of a thousand suns. <laughs> well, I think it's funny that we have this like perfectly split into three scale here. So on one end of the table, there's Tom. He loves musicals, hates Mamma Mia. The other side of the table is Joe, hates musicals, never seen Mamma Mia before. <laughs> and me, I've seen Mamma Mia, the musical, the live musical, more times than any show. I love musicals. I love the show. And I love the first movie. I think it's a perfect uh, film adaptation of this fun, whimsical musical with the great music of ABBA. But like the story doesn't make any sense. Like I think what it's a really, jukebox musical I, they I, wrapped it around the great song. But I think you know? what bothers me the most about the first one okay. is that it should not have starred Meryl Streep. Like because it stars Meryl Streep, like it doesn't like you see like she's she's got this kid, right, and, right. and the the premise is Joe. Yes. Is that the uh, is that she's raising this child on her own? Her mother threw her out of the house when she found out she was pregnant. Okay, but it's Meryl Streep, and her daughter is Amanda Seyfried. Am I saying that right? I always feel like I'm saying sure. her name wrong. Yeah, that's so, right. So, so like. Your mother didn't kick you out of the house because you were pregnant. Your mother kicked you out of the house because you were 35. <laughs> like, what is going so, on? Okay, so they completely retcon that in this movie? What? Well, no. So that she's a, pregnant at. I mean, she's pregnant at. No, no. This, this movie makes no, 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 no sense. No, no, no. The ages, the time frame makes no sense. And this movie makes first, it worse. The first one, they don't put dates. The first right. one is very vague. This movie, and I've got an article that I'm going to reference because this this writer for the AV Club, I just I'll just get it out of the way right now. Um, she went through and did a ton of research, which I appreciate because I didn't have the time to be going into all this. Amanda Seyfried should be pushing forty. Yeah, yeah no, the age, right, right. The, the ages make zero sense at all but uh this this writer carolyn sidey i think it's either side or sidey uh for the av club she did this great article breaking down the timelines the headline uh and the title of this article is my my what the hell is up with the mama mia timeline <laughs> it makes no sense and so she goes through and talks about how uh you know the first one doesn't put any dates on it it's very vague but you know you assume 60s 70s well, and the, like and that's what made no sense too is like they they treat donna the meryl streep character like she's this like she was a hippie, and it's free love. And then all of a sudden, one of the potential fathers is heavy metal Harry. And it's like, but the heavy metal isn't the hippie era. And if she got pregnant when she was a hippie, then she should have had the girl in the like the early 70s. She should be like my age. So wait, heavy metal Harry is Colin Firth? Yeah. Okay. Harry Headbanger, yes. There we go. Did I get it wrong? Sorry. It's Oh, it's potato, potato. Yeah. <laughs> but but he's not a heavy metal guy in this movie at all. No, but the, when he was a kid, he was. But he is a kid in this but movie. But we see him as a kid. Well, he's got a little leather jacket on. 
That doesn't he, make you a had, metalhead. That doesn't make his, you a greaser. He had his baby brother's uh, leather jacket on. Did anyone hate how <laughs> yes, stupid I that did. leather jacket it was, was? It, was it made ridiculously me so <laughs> mad. Was that a thing back then? What's that? His leather jacket was right below his nips is where it ended. It was like a leather vest. It was. I mean, if you were in the leather scene. (laughs) But I mean, he. he Rob Halford. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, if you were blowing dudes at Studio 54, (laughs) then probably. But he couldn't close that thing. No, no, not at all. Babies. But I mean, like, what what drove me crazy was that when they would flash back to the the females. Okay. And like, like, wealth. Thank God for clarity's sake, they've all had the exact same haircut <laughs> for 40 years. How believable is it that these women in the 60s or 70s would have 50-year-old modern haircuts? Yeah, so like, it's Christine Bernanski and then her counterpart. But yes, yeah. have the same haircut. And Who then, are the highlight of the film? The two friends? Yeah. Yeah. They're the best part of the movie. I, I, I think, would agree. I think Colin Firth got the most laughs to me. Like I, I thought he's, he's in it for like a cup of coffee. Yeah, but I just I think that Colin Firth was hilarious. The other two, I think, were dozing off, and they had to poke him to keep him awake. So I, I cannot <laughs> believe how much they sleepwalked through this movie. And that's one of the big things. You've never seen it. You didn't like it. But I will tell you what. When you watch Mamma Mia, all three of the dads are having fun. Like, they are awake. See, like, they're in it. No, like the like nobody in this movie is enjoying themselves. No, oh, no, I think the gal that plays a young Meryl Streep no, is. Okay. Oh my God, Lily James is incredible. I will say that, but no, like, but we're but talking about the, the returning, returning actors. actors. Oh, I gotcha, I gotcha. They, I mean, God, that uh, uh, Stellan Skarsgård is like uh, <laughs> when he shows up in the fat suit, and I was just like, I really was like, oh my what happened? What is yeah, happening yeah. right now? Did he uh, let himself? That was go? a good like head fake. Yeah. That was a funny. But my point is though, these like Pierce Brosnan, Stellan Skarsgård, um, I think. Colin Colin Firth was funny, but like these guys are sleepwalking, and in the first one, they're having fun. Yeah, like the, fir- the having... first one. I mean, I will. It is ridiculous, but the cast is having fun. Yeah. This one is ridiculous, and the cast is not having yeah. fun. Right, it yeah. is the Cannonball Run two. Yeah. of movie music. I guess I felt like I, you are absolutely correct. I feel like the the flashback cast was having fun because yeah, they were new young because they're young and yes. hungry right yes. uh, lily james probably not so much lily james no. has a pretty solid career lily lily james she's not a household name she's trying to still take she it was to the cinderella next cinderella and disney still though. not I mean, a house i don't she think she was also a in name. pride prejudice and zombies yeah but she's been well, a lot of stuff though but lily james is great i will tell you what i see the same qualities i know these are two completely different actors but follow me here when i see lily james i see the same it factor that the rock has He's, you know, when he smiles, he's she charismatic. Pop, she pops off the she screen. She does. Yeah. Lily James, when she smiles, you are just like, how can you not like her, right? And The Rock is the same thing. When he gives you that smile, you're just like, this guy's so charismatic. I think she's talented. She's beautiful. When she's, she starts fighting, Vin Diesel come talk to me. There you go. Yeah. But anyway, so Lily James is the highlight of this movie. And I'm not saying that saves it. I think this movie was awful. And again, I love the musical and the first one. But when you see her, though, doing her thing, it's hard not to be enamored with her she is so delightful um but why do they all have microphones they're singers what do you mean but none of them were plugged in they were wireless wireless. microphones in 1979 i mean i don't know Uh, the exact technology but they weren't wireless in 79 yeah they probably not or at least not uh, not to the they weren't cheap enough that some (laughs) some shit bar in greece was gonna have them well let's talk about technology for a second so back to this av club article uh in the timeline so uh, the first one, as we mentioned, did not put any dates on anything. This movie does the mistake and the disservice. Now, is anyone that 
goes to this movie besides us going to care? No, it this really doesn't matter. But when you think about it and how it doesn't make sense, it's just weird. So when this, was uh, uh, just real quick? When was ABBA the most popular? I'd say seventy eight, seventy nine. Okay, yeah. yeah. Right. So this movie puts uh, Lily James's character, the young Donna's graduation in nineteen seventy nine. Why is she graduating from a British university? Well, she can go overseas to school. Kids go to college in different countries. Clinton went to Oxford. Oh, I guess that's true. Okay. So, so, uh, so let's say so. This summer is when she hooks up with the guys, and she gets pregnant within the next year, or whatever. So, uh, in the article, she says, "So if Donna's tryst happened in the summer of '79, let's assume Sophie was born in 1980, and that Donna was about 23 or 24. You know, didn't Those look are- like she was." Graduating at a weird age or anything right. like that. So in 2000s, Mamma Mia, it's very, it, it's a major plot point that Sophie's 20 years old, right? So that means that despite being released in 2008, the first film would take place in 2000. Now that we're putting dates on them, the film's costumes don't scream 2000, but it doesn't really matter. But the 2000 setting is a little strange, but whatever. But now here we go again. It says that Sophie is 25. That means that this movie takes place in 2005. But the outfits, the technology, people have iPhones, people have tablets. That's true. That's true. None of the technology. Why did they choose to only flash forward this movie five years? Why did they have to make her 25? I cared. Right. But I mean, but it just doesn't make any sense with with any of these times. And so that also means that they only gave Donna like four years because she dies a year before this movie that takes place five years later. So you're saying she dies in 2004? Yeah. They give Donna four years of to live after she gets re hooked up with Sam and they're, you know, now they're together on the Island and who all this is stuff. Sam? Uh, Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Okay. Okay. Do we know who her real dad is? No, they, they never, they say. never tell you. She never, I, I feel like Sam seems like the main one and he always seems like, I'm not saying they do, but right. I feel like Sam is the one that really is, but you know, she thinks they're all whatever. So, so that means, yeah, set up that timeline. Um, the, also the weird thing, Oh, I'm going to punch that... you in the face. <laughs> you don't want to listen to the song? <laughs> no, <sometimes>? I don't. <laughs> okay. So next. So so Young and Sweet, only 43. Now, this is, I think, going to play into Tom's point. So there's a pretty simple real-world explanation for the weirdness of the Mamma Mia timeline. Um, Mamma Mia begins as a 1999 musical. Uh, they write the script, all that stuff. But ever since then, neither the show nor the film adaptations are wanted to fully contend with the passage of time. For instance, the first Mamma Mia movie decided to cast actors that were 20-somethings during the flower power era. Who, the actors were in their late to mid-50s in 2008. But the timeline weirdness means they're all theoretically playing characters who are 10 to 15 years younger. The exception's Colin Firth. He's a decade younger than the other two. <laughs> Again, that's not the craziest thing. They're actors playing characters, whatever. But... But yeah. even at yeah, 50- the actor ages don't match up in Greece. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but even at fifty nine, as she was during the first film, Streep could pass as a forty three year old. But Mamma Mia makes a lot of its humor from Donna, Tanya, and Rosie, her two friends, joking about how old and run down they are. Jokes that make far more sense from people in their fifties rather than their early forties. You could argue Mamma Mia doesn't care, but here we go again, specifically as sixty seven year old Stellan Skarsgård referred to himself as a man in his fifties. So yeah. clearly, someone put some thought into how old they are and wanted them to be but they just didn't care so it just it, it starts to break apart with all their ages and and it, it doesn't yeah. make sense but, i have that in my notes like okay. man in his 50s <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, he's 67 so like the the time they should have never put dates on it and if they did the fact to set this only five years later i guess even the bigger question is although i don't know why they only gave donna four years to live why did they have to kill donna because meryl, meryl Streep didn't, didn't want to make back. a whole movie 
That's exactly. I mean, why. I mean, I get that business point, but it's like God. It's like but they did bring her back. What? But, but clear, I guess she was there for a day. Clearly, she yeah. was there for half a day. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess that's. I guess that's the weird thing because it's like, but she's in it, so I thought it was odd. That I she think, would do it, but not. I think they felt like if they left the character alive, but just wrote her out people would feel less cheated where if they're like okay. she's dead right like now you're like they're going to be all teary and they're not going to focus you know what i mean okay. when it's like oh and the, this main character from the first one flew away <laughs> finally <laughs> left greece which is kind of what i thought they were doing with like they they reference everybody yeah like pierce Brosnan was saying he's i mean when they first show him i was like well, we'll never see him again no, we do. Yeah, 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 you do. But I mean, to me though, as as again as a fan of the show, someone that loves the story and the show and the music of the musical, and then I thought the movie was good too. Like Donna is such a huge iconic character, and I like her so much. Like just killing her off arbitrarily like that, you know. I mean, you I keep saying Donna, and I'm literally just like, Donna Pinciotti is not in this movie. Like Laura, you're pre- gonna have to learn. Laura Prepon's not in this. Movie. Gonna have to learn. There's some more names than no, just there's one. Only, there's for each one. one. There's one Donna. So I don't know. It, to me, it felt I felt cheated because I was like, well, just keep her alive. I would rather that she was just doing things, you know, more busy and yeah. couldn't be in every song. But I guess by giving her four years, it means they can do a Mamma Mia like throwback yeah. that's <laughs> in between. <laughs> and then, but it will probably be set in some weird They're gonna do time the, zone. The, that, the ABBA B sides. Yeah, so I mean, nothing. That's what this was. <laughs> yeah, so nothing makes sense in this um, with the timeline stuff. So you have to throw that away. And again, and even the the author of this article states, like, no one really cares about this. People going to see this movie are going for a fun night out. It's entertainment. It, this doesn't really matter. But for some people, and especially people with podcasts that talk about this stuff, it's like it's so weird watching a movie. And in your head, as Tom did when he watched it, and as when I was watching it, knowing the first one, you're just like. How do you not care about any of these? Right. I also feel like I mean, if you don't, you don't need to see the first one. You, do, I mean, to to watch this, like I never saw the first. Well, one. in the first one, the mom's dead. Like they, like oh really? The, yeah, they this, they, a, they flat out reference her death. Yeah, I don't get that at all. And she does reference this in this article that in the first one they say she's dead, but in this one she's a famous Vegas saint, and she, and she never shows up to anything. Right. And if there's anything like the music industry elite hate its unwed mothers <laughs> yeah that's true like yeah, i mean <laughs> what it's what? like I, I right also like she looks more and more like lady like when she came out i didn't realize i didn't know Cher was in this and i was yeah. and she so like you see her in a silhouette and i was like is uh, is lady gaga supposed to be the grandmother <laughs> that would be weird. i will say this i know this is an unpopular opinion but i think Cher is horrible in this movie oh yeah i think her voice does not lend itself to abba well, she at also all. and I mean, she's doing a whole album of abba stuff, i know so. and oh, that she is i mean i love this music and, and again i i'm not gonna keep saying it i i think all the previous i'm, I'm not an abba fan musically like i like yeah but I, but I will also say they work much better as show tunes. Yeah, than they do uh, is yeah. just listening to. But to, Cher, to me, but Cher's voice does not lend itself. I thought no. her versions of the songs were horrible because at the end she even comes back and does a, a you know reprise of whatever of Mama Mia or whatever song it was. And I'm like, we're gonna get a whole. Is she album? still? Is she still singing? Yeah, is she still touring. Well, I, guess I think she's touring, but she's doing a Vegas show. I think she's got a residency in Vegas. Yeah. But yeah, okay. People love her, and I know that she's an icon and all that. I'm not denying it, but she is not right for this movie, and she's ridiculous. Yeah. And but honestly, like if you if you wanted uh, a female singing singer icon 
to step in and play the role of the grandmother who could all who could also fit these songs sonically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bette Midler. Oh, that would be great. I that would have been that perfect. Sure. That would have been perfect yeah. for the grandmother. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, the other thing, too, that rubbed me the wrong way was in this movie, during these flashbacks, we see that Donna basically has one night stands with the three dads. Right. Well, the first movie made... Don't it, slut shame Donna. No. Yeah. Well, I, but the like, first, I was going to bring that up, and then I was just like, mm, I probably should No, I don't care about that. I mean, that, it's not the one night stands, but the point is in the first movie, it sounded what like... What I care had about a, is that they weren't graphic. <laughs> <laughs> Enough. Yeah. Or at all. Lily James is gorgeous, so I'm not going to oh, argue yeah, whatever you want to yeah. show me. But the point is... They made it sound like she had these great romances with the dads yeah. in the first one. Not they, just like he bang, took, bang he him took, and go. He took me to the island. We did this. We played music. He bought me this guitar. All this. The first movie, and I know you didn't see it, Job, was all and, about these guys. And, and it's their flashbacks in the first movie. It's the, it's the actors. It's Pierce Brosnan. And it's playing themselves. Yeah. Oh, no. Nah, the flashbacks. younger people. Right. Yeah. And, but, a guy so, who, and a guy who can't do a Scottish accent is like, I'm, I think that dude was American. Yeah, which one? He, the guy that was Pierce Brosnan's younger double. Oh, yeah. I thought. I mean, I thought he is was he Irish. He was trying way too. Is Brosnan hard. Irish or is he Scottish? I thought he's. I don't know. Uh, I thought he's. Is, I thought he was English. Not, I don't think he's Brit. He I was James Bond. They don't yeah, let non. Uh, that's fair. Oh, I guess that's Do true. They? Was Sean Connery? Sean Connery's Scottish. He's Scottish, so oh, I guess maybe they yeah. let you if you're from the UK. I think but, he's Irish. Yeah, but anyway, I don't, I don't hear color. <laughs> but the point is, is that you you built it up that Donna had these these great romances with these three guys, and they talk about their summer and and all these things that they did. But in the flashbacks, they're just one night stands. So that also raises the question as to why these guys were like they felt Tiny. the need to to come back to the island the second that maybe, they heard maybe that maybe it was that good. It just it, it breaks <laughs> apart the entire romance of right. the first movie and the story because really they didn't know each other any of them for more than a day. Well, and I also think that when again going back to like this this musical originated in '99, I think some of that is in in '99. I don't think they could have a main character oh. be sympathetic. Who gave it up to three guys in, in a, a week. matter of three days? Right. <laughs> yeah. Where nowadays, I think people are a lot more likely to be like, "Okay, well, you know, she was young and having like, a little mean, crazy." I, I had it also means she. I mean, it also means she had. But this is always unprotected, sex. unprotected <laughs> sex with three guys. Right. The, it is the seven. She could be patient zero for AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking at purely from the ro- the romance story where the only one that she spent time with was Sam for a week or whatever. Yeah. And that's, I think, why she's the one that's closest. But she she talks about in her songs like how, you know, she she was cheated by him and all this and they try to wrap the story around it as best as possible but it really with these new timelines so that they get three meet cutes in a movie oh they, my god three they, like when when yeah. we get the first one and i was like son of a bitch we got two more <laughs> yeah. of these we're getting three meet cutes also it, like these dudes are how do i put this mildly they're super beta where they're just like 
very femme dudes. Yeah, that is not the kind of guys who were crushing tail in Absolutely. 1979. The guy who goes to Lily James is like, this is my first time having sex. I'm sure a gal <laughs> looking like Lily James is like, cool. Well, not with me, you're not. He well, convinces her for a day to take yeah. his virginity. <laughs> well, and it doesn't like... <laughs> and then and he's like, the little spoon. I was like, ugh. They're walking in the park and he's like, I'm too scared to hold, hold your, your hand. hand. And then at lunch, he's like, mind if I put it in you? <laughs> yeah. It's like... <laughs> I do like her reaction too. She's like, what? Like, uh, no, no. Mm. All right. That's well, fine. It's weird. It's it's just weird. But it, they're all like, especially him, where I was just like, oh. And then he's like. That young Skarsgård guy I thought was related because he has 20 actor kids. I'm like, that's got to be a Skarsgård, <laughs> right? I'm like, that's good casting. You should get the, the, the sexy one. The one that was Tarzan. Oh, Alex. Yeah. 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 The, the big one. But this guy looked, but this guy looked like a, like Skarsgård. And I'm like, okay, I thought he was yeah, pretty. Yeah. You know, but it was just like, and then. You didn't oh, like his cute earring? No. Oh, okay. And then he's like laying on her chest and she's like stroking his hair. I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> this is not this Joe's is idea not of love. All. No, it's not even that. Like, but it's just like, he's so. Wormy. I don't know. I don't know. He's like. Meh. And that, also. And no. then, so what's the, so, so we got Harry Headbanger, who was trying to do a Pierce Brosnan impression, which, I mean, he, he wait, had, wait, or Her, it, Harry Headbanger. No, no, no I'm Colin sorry. Uh, Colin Firth. Yeah. yeah. I, he got the, he got his, I thought he did a good his job. His mannerisms but were But then down. the other two didn't at all. No, no, no. no, no. Completely and, different. No, no. It's, it's the Pierce Brosnan guy that was just like, you're not even trying to, or are you trying? I don't know. But, um, and then, yeah. And then, uh, 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 Stellan Skarsgård is uh, Bill. He's like a uh, fisherman. He's a boat racer yeah. kind of a guy. And um, what's the other? Oh, so the big one though is Sam. Though he's Pierce Brosnan's character, and so he's the one that like, aside from the two one night stands she had, they They're, had a relationship. Yeah, but she finds out that he is engaged, and so also you're a creep. Like well, you yeah. have you've had like two weeks yeah. to tell this gal yeah. that you're engaged, and you don't do it. Uh, you you're a creepo. Well, yeah, that's not okay. Well, clearly it's not okay. And she, I mean, he left that day. They never talked again for thirty years or whatever. Right. Um. But yeah, that I just I thought that guy. Well, and when she finds out, it was weird. There's a weird line. Mm. I know. Uh, <laughs> she's like, "This time we're through," and I'm like, "This, this time, this time." <laughs> like, if you're like six days in and you're saying this time in a fight, <laughs> like. You just need to pack it in. Call it a day. Yeah, like it's not going to get better. <laughs> no. But it's like that's a obviously a pretty big offense when you find out that you're dating no, someone but, that's engaged. No, but what he's th- saying is like when she's like this, so this time. The line this time means they've already like they've the already had this, they've already had fights like this. <laughs> Was it a musical? And line? this time we're no she no 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 it's not in a song. Oh, wow, it's a spoken line of dialogue. It's not okay. like a, a song that just didn't adapt. Right, I know it's fully. hard. Yeah. They're trying to wrap a story around yeah. it. Yeah, and uh, it was yeah. So it was just like yeah. Then the the boyfriend's name is Sky. Yeah. It's a guys in the house crossover. (laughs) But yeah, it's just like, you know, if you guys just talk it out, it's another one of those movies where it's just like, call her, dude. Just call her. You'll figure this out. Oh, but he he shows back up because apparently he's dumped his fiance or whatever. Oh, yeah. But then he sees that she's gone on a date or slept with uh, Stellan Skarsgård's younger self. And then he just leaves. Yeah, he's like, all right, man. No, I mean, Sky. Sky, like, they're having this fight. So, like, Oh, that's yeah. That's I mean, a communication like, thing. Yeah, call her. Like, <laughs> if you're into this chick, and you should be, you should lock it down as fast as you can. Just call her. But and she's staying in an abandoned house. Like, I don't know that calling her is what. 
Wait, what are we talking about? Amanda Seyfried. They called on and, the phone. And Dominic Oh, I Cooper. thought you were talking about... No, 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 no. Gotcha. He's talking about present Yeah, that's just such a plot contrivance. I hate that stuff. Such a plot contrivance. It's just like, if you just make a phone call and you and you have yeah. a little fight... Because I was like, calling Greece in 1979... Totally legit. Like, yeah, like that's... <laughs> yeah. yeah, you've got the, 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 the phone in the bar. Right. And that's it. Yeah. Which is fine. That like, opening that. scene... God, I hate it. I mean, I hate all of it. But that, that okay. graduation scene. Oh my this is, god! This song says "teacher." That'll work. Oh. Like, and like, and like, why? Like, do we think that like she's the valedictorian? Like this <laughs> flighty, like dreamy, like I never really commit to anything. She's the valedictorian that gets to go up and make a speech. In and Oxford. also, can someone explain to me why there are more? people graduating than there are people there to view the graduation yeah. like is this class made up like 30 percent orphans yeah. arts like, I, this is the arts and sciences division of right. oxford yeah like well, i like, don't understand and then she goes up and sings this stupid song oh. and then and then like the, the teacher gets into and it? then the teacher oh, i hate sings it so, like, but then she like kisses the teacher i'm like did y'all hook up yeah. yeah and then like and then they run out and have a musical number in the street this while is- the people at the graduation <laughs> Go ahead and stick around. This is everything. Continue the number. So those kids perform. didn't graduate. They just went off and sang the song and yeah, ended up. This is the... everything I hate about musical. But, no, but this, this one's bad no, no, even no, by musical no, standards. No, no. This is the problem. So this movie is. I, I know that it's ridiculous, but it's fairly grounded. But then they try to do this abstract right. piece where everyone joins in. This movie isn't like that. And, like yeah, the and people I'll... sing because they're in a rock group. It's right. fairly organic. Like like, and I know they bust out in songs, but it made no sense for the teachers, the kids right. to have a choreographed dance it's not that type well and of then musical. when the kids when the graduate when the kids that are graduating are in the park yeah. there's like <laughs> twice as many kids as we're yeah. in the room like well not what, everybody had gotten there yet tom what is, they were still filing i out. don't understand. I, I hated that this and is apparently song. she invented crowd surfing yeah, did you know that yeah like yeah. i like, it was it was frustrating also nobody touches their butt and i'm just like <laughs> when you crowd surf there's there's, there, butt, there's touching. butt touching. Yeah. yeah, I don't think that was my biggest complaint with the movie. <laughs> That's but. why I crowd surf face down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it really was off putting because again, they were setting us up like I like fantastical musicals where like the whole thing is is abstract and out there, like you know, like uh, across the universe. I really like. That's another jukebox God, I musical that movie. Yep, I'm right I, there with you. I love it. But I like that movie was so. I literally would. There were scenes I laughed out loud at. Oh, that you like, I was like, at? this is so bad. Oh, I love it. But I like how in that movie. They're they're abstract and weird, but like they're all like that. It's a fantastical musical. Sure, yeah. But this movie starts off with a number and then never does it again. Yeah, you see a couple aside like from the boat the, scene the, when they're dancing. Yeah, That's the, and there there's a scene when they're in the, like going through the village and they're dancing. Maybe oh, it's the are same they? scene. Okay, yeah. My, <laughs> I, I but, did want to talk when we get there, like the scene of them marching up the side of a mountain to baptize this baby. Right, and I was like. That's a big ass walk. Yeah, up the, like it's a steep walk up the side well, of a mountain. Luckily, that's why they're called steeples? <laughs> yeah. right. Luckily, they did it on green screen because they clearly were not on location. Oh that no! Day. I also oh. did. I did appreciate that Pierce Brosnan and uh, Colin Firth and Stellan Skarsgård like were breathing heavy. And yeah. I was like, yeah, just from the one just flight of stairs one, up right, the, yeah, to yeah, the studio. Right. Yeah, and I was like, you should probably all have died halfway up. It's a it's it's a rite of passage to see yeah. your possible <laughs> grandchild get baptized. 
The first one was gorgeous, and I think that was, was shot filmed, on location. Filmed all on location. I think this one is green this screens one, and a little bit of location stuff in Croatia. Different, yeah, different, oh, yeah. different location. But there's a little bit. But God, the green screen's bad. When you <laughs> see when you see their hair blurred out with the generic background, you're like, they're all just yeah, on a. It, set. it was like it's, '70s era sitcom. Yeah, it screen. was really cheesy and bad. But but yeah, I, I I didn't like that song. I didn't like how it started off. So I think it really gets off on the wrong foot. But. It's just, it felt so lifeless. And the thing, Joe, I know you've never seen the first movie or especially the musical, but it is such a fun, energetic musical where, like, it's hard when you're there not to feel like you're at a concert. Like, if you know the songs and love them, like, it makes you want to sing along or get up, but you're at a musical. You can't stand up, you know? Okay, so my musical tastes lean more towards metal, punk, you know, heavy, you know, stuff like that. To me, ABBA is the epitome of of garbage music wow like i hate like disco i can't stand all that crap uh so like even i I know fernando i know mamma mia just because i feel like those are like cultural song like Mm. those are pop culture songs yeah but like just the idea of their music turns my stomach okay because it is i hate it so much uh so like immediately i'm just like yeah this music sucks uh like even like, and I don't even like Rock of Ages. Oh, yeah, that's a good. That's another good show. See, that's... the problem I had with Rock of Ages is somebody who loves that kind of yeah. music is the whole time I was like, no, wrong song. Like oh, I, really? I gave you three songs that would work better here. Like I, yeah. like, and I know sometimes it's about licensing, sure. but sure. but um, but yeah, like the whole movie, I was like, no, 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 no. you should be using this. Like the opening number should be set to just like Paradise yeah. by David Lee Roth. Like oh. it's like it's about a, it's like. It, ta- it names all these characters. They could have based characters yeah. on it, and it's like, and it would have worked for like going through this bar, right. and like, like it would have been perfect. That's and another like, yeah. really fun stage show, though. Yeah. Like Rock of Ages. Uh, you know, I know a lot of people don't like the movie. I thought it was okay, but That's when the you, Tom Cruise one, yeah, right? when you go see that live, though, I mean, again, it's so fun and so energetic. These jukebox musicals. I mean, first of all, it's based on if you like the music. You right. hate Mama. You hate Abba. Hate it. You're not gonna like Mama Mia, sure. whether you like musicals or not. You hate Abba. If you don't like Billy Joel, you're not gonna like moving out. Yeah, right? it, it, it's all based on your taste, first of all. So that's what you got to get through. But I think for people that do like the music and do enjoy the musical, the first one was really good. But now, what I found really confusing was that critics panned the first one. They thought it was awful. Yeah. But then this movie has an eighty-something percent out of I, over a yeah, hundred. I saw that. I think what I think this is an example of of two things at play is okay. I think one I think critics have probably warmed up to the first one in retrospect. I see. Like they, I think they like. So it felt, came around. I and think now, they felt like you know, looking back, like I mean, like I was flipping when I was when I was cleaning out my mom's house after she passed away. Like I found old issues at Entertainment Weekly, Playboy. and and it was like, uh, no, my mom really didn't read it. Uh, she, <laughs> she just, did. She just she just looked at it for the pictures. Um, <laughs> but she's like, these articles are awful. But look at the cans yeah. on this one. Only yeah, only Marilyn men, men read Yeah, men read it for the articles. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. And but uh, I found a. Like uh, an issue where they're do- reviewing Office Space and they gave it a oh really C. oh that's oh. crazy yeah that did that failed dr- oh it dramatically at the box office all, yeah. uh, just awful that just was a cult what a that was a movie. DVD yeah. home video cult but so classic. I think the critics okay. like came, were like you know like we viewed this movie through the wrong prism we took it too literally yeah, it right. wasn't meant to be this this certain thing and okay. for what it is it performs okay and I think now 
they've overcorrected. Okay. Even though I hated the first one and stand by it, I do get what people like about it. But this is like, and the song selection in this movie yeah. is crap. Like it's just like they they ran out of hits, yeah. and so it's like it's a bunch of there. songs I've never heard until deep, they deep until they cuts. recycle stuff from the from. Like from the first movie, and then it just feels how did like they not use Fernando in the first movie? Because look at the look at the look plot at how gymnastics they had to, they oh, had to go through true, to justify yeah. using it because the lyrics you have to wrap. Was it Andy Garcia in the first no, movie? No, no. but okay. like it's such a story song. It's a story. And like how right. are you gonna? Yeah, how, yeah, you can't just drop it in and, and Donna's have not gonna say one of these fathers was off fighting at war when <laughs> she had a one night stand. There, like it didn't. Yeah, fit. There, there's a even with their wonky timeline. Yeah, there's a that seventy show episode where donna is dancing to fernando oh okay. they go they go like roller skating oh no wait maybe it's jackie and fez it's jackie and fez okay but still and i don't get why fernando is a hit that is an awful song <laughs> I, and, and, I, I, and like, i'm not anti-abba but that song is just that's katie, horrible katie, katie loves it she was happy I, as in there i'm like i don't get it that, that was that the, and mama mia are the only songs i know that was dancing the, queen Oh yeah, okay, Dancing Queen. Enough. You yeah, have to. Yeah, yeah. that's the, that is their. That's bigger than Mamma Mia. I mean, yeah, Dancing sure, Queen is sure. their song, yeah. their anthem. Um, but yeah, so so as we get into it, just it bounces back and forth. So it's uh, you know, it's it's the current day Sophie uh, opening her mom's hotel. Donna's Reopening been, the hotel. Well, yeah, it's like it's, she's like really renovated it. So Donna's been dead for a year, and she's having this big grand opening, and she sent invitations to everyone. And so it's it's flashing back and forth of the memories of you know of Donna and how she grew up and how she came to the island. Um, the other thing that was weird about this one was like the two friends they just completely wrote off. In the first movie, yeah. oh sorry, oh. in the first movie, she has two best friends that come to the island for the wedding. And this movie, it's like the you don't bring back the two friends to come to the grand opening. Like it was weird to just write yeah, guess, off two do, main. Do characters. they just show? They're just like, hey, we're just going to show up. Like, is that kind of who they that, write off? I don't understand. The, her, uh, Sophie's friends for the wedding. Oh, Sophie's not, friends. Not oh, Tommy Donna's. Okay. No, no. Oh, oh, but oh, I Sophie's, forgot she had her friends. Her best friends <laughs> yeah. are like. I mean, I they're the first song. They're they're, they're who, so yeah. excited. Were the were the friends anybody? No, of no, no. no. Okay. But but they're a major part. And then it's like, well, they're not there at the grand opening, so that was kind of weird. I guess to just get rid of two characters. Um, you know, so and but it's like if they weren't main character, like if it wasn't like, oh, we have to pay Jennifer Lawrence and Scarlett Johansson to come. Oh, they weren't. Yeah, that's no, what I'm saying. Yeah, like, sometimes just, they go on to be big names, right? Like, Whoops, can't well, afford that anymore. I guess they're yeah. not coming back. But then why not bring back the two no namers? Yeah, you know that. I guess that 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 doesn't make any sense. Here's another weird one from the article. This uh, headline or title of this section is called Sam's Sons. So in the first movie, Joe, you would learn that Sam, when he comes back to the island for Sophie's wedding and they're doing the whole who's the dad type of thing, he says that he he ended up did he did get married to that woman that he okay. was going to leave or whatever. He has two sons. So based on their ages. So he, Sophie's brothers. In theory, right? If he's the dad, they'd be. But he, we're, we're saying that he is the half dad. brothers. Right, half brothers. Yeah, yeah. But brothers, yeah. Okay, so so these so when they are twenty years old and they meet, he doesn't have kids yet. Okay. Okay. So based on the timelines, his kids would only be at the oldest in their early twenties. <laughs> at the oldest, right? Sure. So they certainly can't be older than Sophie, who's twenty five, given there's no indication of the fiance he cheat that, you know he was cheating on with was pregnant while he was sleeping with her. And even if Sam got his fiance pregnant with twins, the second he returned, his sons couldn't be older than 19 or 20. Realistically, they're probably younger yet. Sam talks about them like they're 30 somethings who are settled in their adult lives. And he's just referring to sending them off to college. 
also he <laughs> he left his family and presumably has no this contact out in a hut. with his 20 year old kids <laughs> to be with donna and sophie so it's like they completely wrote off this p- plot you know from the he's, first one he's hanging out in a hut on a deserted greek island yeah it's it's just with his with his compass and you know protractors yeah and things that, it just yeah. shows you they have no there, there was no care for anything they said is this the, first the same one. director as from the first one no okay i don't believe so okay. this is uh thandy newton's husband old parker oh really yeah well i guess you know he wanted to make some money considering she's making all that Westworld money yeah uh yeah so like like kevin said it this movie jumps back and forth between uh young donna and uh, dead Donna. Dead Donna. <laughs> Literally, ghost Literally, Donna. Yeah, ghost Donna. Which um, is the very end. It's a reveal. This, it's a spoiler. Like, here's the thing. When I saw the marketing for this movie, first of all, I said, "How the hell are they going to do this? They've used all the good songs." Right. Second of all, I'm like, "Why don't they show Meryl Streep?" It's like it's like they're alluding that she's dead, but not saying it. So I thought it was a head fake kind right. of a thing to like, oh, maybe she's just doing something else or whatever. But they never say she's dead. They're like, oh, she would love to be here. She, you know, it's it's alluding to. Nope. The first time in this movie, they're like, she's dead. She's dead. Yeah. So, the first time you see her, they're hanging up uh, a hazy I, focus picture of her. I'm like, nothing says <laughs> she's not in this movie. Then the Instagram filter. Like the frame photo of yeah. an actor. They're hanging it up at the new hotel, like as a you know center. Like when you walk in the foyer, it's yeah. there. Danny Ocean didn't even get a yeah. frame picture. Because he's yeah, not really he's dead. Not really yeah, dead. Yeah, we'll That's see. Right. She poured two drinks, right, Joe? <laughs> That's right. So, so they don't then. They you don't ever see her until the very end. You just see the young one. And yeah. then at the very end, she, she's like standing above the baptismal. Fountain. Yeah. She pops up for one song is ghost Donna. Ghost and Donna. And it's just weird. It's, yeah. And I will say like, I'm sitting there. I want to see it at the chase, uh, sitting in the back row. Cause I'm just like, I don't want to be anywhere near anybody while I'm watching this movie. <laughs> and it is just like audible tap, tap, toe yeah, tap, yeah, tap, 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 tap. Huh? Huh? Uh, <laughs> Joe's like, well, I got nothing else to do. Whatever, dude. Like, you, if you want to take care of the business on me, I'm not doing it to you. But that's fine. <laughs> uh, but like, I can just when they get to that scene at the end with the baby, yeah. it is just like audible. I know. <laughs> we're it's like, whoa, God. We're not the target demographic. No, we no, we're probably not. sound ridiculous talking about this movie. It's, well, no, we got to throw a curveball. <laughs> but it's going <laughs> to. We the, do. At the end of the day, it's going to make money. People that love the first one and just want a fun night out are going to love it. Someone on Twitter replied after I was talking about how it just, it was so, such a far fall from the first one. And she's like, someone in the theater stated it perfectly. They said, this movie movie is completely ridiculous and i loved every second of it like the people going to see it yeah i think even people that love the movie would listen to this and be like well you mean you're not wrong but but yeah and and i want to say that's fine i'm we're not we're not here to say if you enjoy this movie movies in a deep fried musical talk yeah at their movies at their at their heart at their base it's a subjective art form you know like all art yeah yeah, exactly so like the obviously i saw a flick called mayhem that was fudging amazing. Not everybody's going to like it. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. So when we talk about movies, if you like it, we're not saying, oh, no. you shouldn't shouldn't like it, or you're dumb, or you're bad Unless taste. you like the DC movies, with the exception well, of Wonder Woman, then you're dumb. But that's fact. Though. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes. No, but, but, so, Art has ceased being subjective <laughs> yeah, at that when it comes point. To those. Yeah. Yeah. So this movie, I mean, from a critical perspective, was bad. We pick it apart because that's what we do. It's for entertainment. If you like it, by all means, watch it. Watch and the you want to spend your money on it, it's, do it. Yeah, so yeah, go these are it. never uh, looking down on 
on people that enjoy movies that we no. think are bad. I just want to throw that out there. It's again just, with the exception of the DC stuff. But that's <laughs> like doesn't even need to be said, Joe. That's like it's law. It's, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, and, and it's just I mean, there's not much more to really say. I mean, so there's there's we're bouncing back and forth. We get like so you've got they have to give uh, Amanda Seyfried's character some sort of drama. So like she has uh. like these millionaires that are coming to the to this thing. And then there's a jet like <laughs> she invited a bunch Andy of Garcia people. licks his finger and puts it in the air. And he's like, <laughs> oh there's God. a storm. Of there's coming. a storm. Of brewing. Yeah. <laughs> and and I was like, it goes, oh, cool. Sharknado. Let's do yeah. this. I'm, I'm cool with it. <laughs> I will say in the very beginning when. So the thing is, Sky has left to go, I don't know, Australia guess, or something for business. Well, I feel like he's in New York. And he's in and New he's, York. He's okay. learning the hotel industry from like the best of the best in six weeks in six <laughs> weeks but he wants a crash to, course they've Tom. offered him a job and he wants to stay there and he knows that i mean sophie's not going to leave the island she just renovated this hotel and so now they're married but they are they both, married the first movie well was they have to about be. she's sophie's pregnant <laughs> but 2018 tom <laughs> The first, well, even in 1979, that's apparently. True, yeah. The first movie, I know you didn't say it, was about Sophie's wedding. Got it. Okay. <laughs> to this guy. I, just so assume, I was like, okay, man, it's so weird. Well, it's, you know what? At the beginning, don't they decide just not to get married and go explore the world? I think that's the whole... I don't remember. So, But like, that's I the thing it is out. like... Into, it, it I don't even, think they are technically married. It didn't married, even cross actually, my mind that they weren't like... There are a couple. I was like, yeah, Look, man. Even if they got married it in the first matter. one, it's it not, doesn't mean that they got married in this no, one. No, no, no. This is like an alternate dimension. There's no <laughs> yeah, correlation yeah. between things. Doc Brown and Marty went back in time, and we've got an alternate Mamma Mia yes. because yeah. of it. The point is, they're together. They're having a kid together, whether they're technically married or not. Who they're cares? together, it's, and they're at two parts of the world, yes. and so they give them the conflict. What I did like was the camera work. I liked the two rooms. I, I, that, that, was was clever. that was cool. That yeah. was, I, did, I didn't... Yeah. Yeah. Where like the yeah. you've got Sophie's room in Greece and um, Sky's room in they New look York. at each other in the mirrors, but and they're it's in like the a, it's, a, it's it's obviously a set that was built yeah. with a adjacent no it's like a two walls, but it was supposed to be different locations. What do you call, what do you call a wall adjoining? adjoining wall. Thank you, adjoining yeah. adjoining wall. Yeah. It was really cool, yeah. though, them singing because they were singing into the mirror and the other one was behind them. Right. And then they show them both against their walls, but it's like not a fake split screen. It's yeah, the camera, the yeah. camera like pans around yeah, from one like side a, to the other. Yeah. So it was really cool looking. Um, but again, it was a very contrived just. We plot, have to, you know, we have to have them in conflict. That they solve at the very end by him, him just showing by up. him going, him yeah, show- never mind, I won't do it. Him showing up with an army of people. <laughs> he was like, yeah. In case, in case you got mad. So, you gotta be sick. Yeah, right, so right. they go, they end up going to this like sh- shanty fisherman town or whatever because Donna and Bill end up, when they're on the water one day, there's a guy that's stuck on his boat and he's supposed to go to interrupt his love of his I life's I saw wedding. this guy and I was just like, this is coming back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they <laughs> save him and he ends up, he ends up going and stopping the wedding and she jumps in the water. You know, it's a little nice. Cute and, then I, and then I realize we're in Italy. Uh, those guys, those they, are mafiosos. Did you see them jump in the water yeah, after them? She, they weren't he, just like, eh. He's dead. Yeah. That, <laughs> he didn't make it out of the water. <laughs> that guy is a hell of a fighter if he got out of that situation. But it's so going to be very much easy. For, it's going to be a lot easier for him to sleep with the fishes. <laughs> yeah. He's already in the he's ocean. He's already in the ocean. <laughs> so they flash forward. And in present time, the there's this big like hurricane or whatever. Everything's destroyed. None of the people are going to be able to make it to the island. So Bill is at a bar and he sees that fisherman guy. Or he's like, do you remember? Remember me, you saved my life. So then, wasn't Apollonia the name of a horse? Apollonia is the the girl girl Michael marries. Yes, in the Godfather. Godfather. I knew it, and I was like, "Are we doing the Godfather?" 
<laughs> Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Yes. Okay. Who but was? I feel like App- maybe I'm thinking Appaloosa, but it just sounds Appaloosa like a horse is. Thing. But yeah, is the girl, the girl thing. that gets blown up in the car in Michael's first yeah. wife in The Godfather was Appaloosa. Okay. Yeah. So he's at this bar and he realizes that no one's going to be sorry. <laughs> right. Spoiler. And, and these guys are all loaded, and so he's like, "Hey, everybody, like drunk, no, not rich." Yeah. Right. They're not rich because the oh. guys. No, he says he's like we've dried up. Okay, fine. Uh, yeah, but so, okay. So, but he's like, "Do you guys want to go to a party? Bring your friends and family." And so they end I do up like where they go. Oh, <laughs> when they say family, yeah. But they end up bringing three like huge boatfuls <laughs> of people doing choreographed dance. But when you look at them. They look like young white people. Yes. Yeah. They do not look like Greek fishermen. They, they look like they went to the local dance studio. Right? Yeah. It was like, can we get like so, 50 people? Like, well, based they... on the routine, I think it's more like they posted a <laughs> flash mob ad yeah. on Craigslist. That's probably true, yeah. Which it is, but it's like you had a bunch of Greek fishermen. And I know they said bring your families, but then they had boatloads of like white kids. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, I'm not saying they were any black, but I just mean they're like they're young. They're not did Greek. You see, not did you Greek. see a yeah. single black fisherman? Movie? I did. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. oh, I did saw really? some black dancers. Okay. Hats yeah. off to the handicapped dancer and the Waterloo scene. It, yeah, it I all, mean, I think that's cool. No, I, I'm not against it, it but it... it it also, I don't. At the same time, it felt kind of proud of itself. I don't know, uh, but I, I, I mean, I, it was front and center. But I, I was like, but she I, was front and center. I do, yeah. but I do like how they kind of built that uh, Bugsby Berkeley yeah, around her Bugsby Berkeley sure. thing around yeah. her. Like I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. I think it was cool. I think you. I mean, what musicals? And Joe, that's. I mean, you've never seen musicals, so I Jesus won't ask Christ, you. superstar. Yeah. But it's like what musical? And nobody could be in a wheelchair in that because he just healed him. Yeah, he was like, you know what? This is ridiculous. Yeah, Boop. somebody's but, in a wheelchair. They're like. Jesus is a dick. <laughs> like, come on, dude. Lay hands. Lepers, goddammit. Yeah. But in all the musicals I've seen, and I see a fair amount of musicals, I review them, and it's like, I've never seen someone dancing in a wheelchair. Like, I thought it was cool. Yeah. Why not? And it was perfectly fine. Like you said, the scene worked around her. That was fine. Um, I think so. Look for in 2019. Murderball the musical. <laughs> oh my oh, god! Sign me up. Yeah. yeah, that is a musical I can get behind. <laughs> so Waterloo is the song. That's a new one in this movie where they have this meet cute where Harry's trying to beg her to steal his virginity in the French restaurant. They're in France at this point, and they do the whole Waterloo thing. There's a Napoleon hat, which actually is in the first movie. So nice little Easter egg. Donna has the Napoleonic hat like um, in her room or whatever. Is that so. a word? Napoleonic? Yeah. Well, wow. that is a word. Yeah. Wow. That's a word. Yeah. Good job. So it's like the it's good. like the blue French horn. Yeah, and how I met your mother. <laughs> oh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, so there's that one, and then we already mentioned she meets Bill. Uh, she is trying to get is she trying to get to the island because she's just on a. So she okay. So she hooks up with Harry Banger Harry. Yeah. She gets on the the ferry. She's trying. I to did get it. On the I ferry. did. Well, oh, we know true. that he didn't get her pregnant. That's true. I do. I did enjoy the customs agent. He was funny. Yes, that I did was like good. that a lot. He hair. also, speaking of timelines, he apparently is did age, not age ageless. I'm like, no, he got he had gray. In no, his they. I don't, <laughs> that was bad because I'm looking. I'm like, what are they going to do to age him? And he yeah, looks exact nothing. Same. But um, yeah, I did enjoy like the, the interaction. He was great. Your hair it was shorter. Hair, yeah, looked better shorter. And I then d- when he sees older Skarsgård and yeah, older yeah. Firth, he was like, now you age has not been good to you. But your face you. has completely yeah that was funny and and from the first one harry is gay so oh, that really? connection was yeah oh that's at right at the end of the movie because with donna and stuff he's like well i'm not this isn't gonna work between us like he wasn't in contention for with sam because sam you know sam yeah. and donna end up Did getting they, together is that a reveal at the end or yeah. do we know from the jump that he's gay 
No, well, no, at the end. Well, I don't think he knew, apparently. Or huh. he wouldn't be. At the end. Because I forgot about that. I will say there was some stuff in this where I'm like, is he supposed to be gay? Yeah. There like, is some, I will say, when he's dancing with Skarsgård on the boat, when I was just like, yeah, I yeah, was like, he's, what are we doing? Because in the first one, at the end, because it's, you know, Sam ends up with her and they just remove him from the equation because he's right. like, well, I'm not, you know, and then Skarsgård, I think, has a family. So he's like, I'm not going to leave my family. Right. But Sam has, does leave his family. No, no, no. Sam. He, he leaves his family in this one because he ends up hooking up with the, the friend. Well, maybe they're divorced by the second one. I mean, in the first one, I oh, think okay. he says, I'm not going to leave my family. And then I'm guessing Brosnan is divorced. That's why he... Or maybe he just left, well, if he finally wasn't, left he her. Is now. Yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but so my point is they took Harry out of the equation. But the whole customs thing is because, you know, that was a real thing. You know, we're not just like, oh, that seemed like he is. Right, right. Um, so there were some jokes there that were good. Uh, but anyway, so Bill ends up taking her to the island because... What is playing? I don't know. I think it's something on my computer in the background. Sorry. Are you watching a video for Candy Crush Saga to earn more <laughs> jelly beans or whatever? It's like I've, I haven't opened a yeah. new tab in like 20 minutes. I don't know what's going on. So Bill ends up sailing. He's like on this nice little racing schooner or whatever it is. It's and a sailboat. <laughs> a sailboat is a schooner, you dummy. <laughs> you know what? There is no Easter Bunny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, God, I want a second one. I love that movie. So, uh, Bill. Bill, yeah, Bill. Bill ends up taking her over to the island, and then they hook up on the boat overnight. He romances her. Right, and that's their little thing again. And then he's leaving. Like he even one says, night, "I got a race to go to." Yeah, I'll be back in back three in a weeks. Week. Three weeks. Those three. I yeah, it was because, a week. Okay. So then he, then we, so we're jumping. We don't actually. The current day stuff is non-essential. Like no, I feel this like it's all about Donna in the yeah. Flashback. So like I don't like I, to me. You, you could take the. The Amanda Seyfried stuff out. No, it was just a way to get everybody in one movie. Like That's it's fair. Yeah. yeah. No, so so he drops her off the island, says, I'll be back after this boat race that I'm in, and then and they've hooked up, so they've the two one night stands have happened. Then Sam shows up. So she Donna's exploring the island. She ends up going into a barn. It's a big storm is coming, just like the one that right. Andy Garcia senses in modern time, but the storm comes all of a sudden, I think Bill called it or something because he's like, There's a storm. There's a, a storm of brewing. He's a boat racer, so like he knows the weather right. or whatever. And she's like, I'll be fine. She hears a horse freaking out. She goes. The place is like falling apart. The horse gets trapped in this stable underground or wherever it is. And she goes in to get help. And then here comes Sam riding on his motorcycle. For a second, I was like, oh, please don't tell me the horse is one of the (laughs) potential fathers. (laughs) You know, okay. So she's hooked up with these three dudes, right? But this was actually a relationship. So what what I'm saying is, (laughs) this is really gross. These dudes are dumping loads into her. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah that's how okay. sex works. Right. And she's totally cool with it. It's the 70s. It's the, yeah. the. But she doesn't even think. She's like, I could get pregnant. What am I doing? Well, she could be on the pill. I guess that's true. They were around in the 70s. Yeah, that's fair. But I don't, I feel like she's not in no position. Or she may have been. I don't know. Uh, she's in several positions. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, to shit. get pills. Yeah, but either but way, you what is take it? them with you. She's only been gone to the island for like. Yeah, two I guess days. that's true. It's only that's true. It's only been two days. Either that's way, a good point. Either way, this like, happens. have you ever seen the packet pill packets? They fit right in. You can even put them in a clutch. You don't yeah. even need a big bag. Just a circle. Regardless, yeah, a circle. she has sex with these guys. I don't think we're in any position to criticize. It is what it is. I'm not. I, the sex isn't the thing. I it's not the the three yeah. dudes in three days is I yeah. that's not the thing. It's the fact that she's just like, yeah, dude, go ahead. I mean, it 
She was a free spirit. <laughs> she was only the Val of Victorian at Oxford. She didn't know. She had no idea. They didn't, they didn't teach, teach about she, that stuff she back didn't then. She didn't see getting off the island. Yes. They didn't have Teen Mom hadn't started yet. Yeah. Like, how would she know? She no so idea. Sam helps save the horse. They fall in love, and then they spend a week together at, at this place. With and the horse? They fell in love with the horse? No. <laughs> oh. That was separate. So she falls in love with Sam. The horse is somewhere else. He's fine. But So they spend the week together, and then everything's just hunky-dory, and then she stumbles upon his journal or whatever that has a letter and a picture, a picture. from his I love yeah, when you fiance. get the 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 romance montage and I'm like seriously we're getting we just got an origin story <laughs> for overalls yeah that's what this has uh, been reduced to because in the first movie the whole movie Donna she's she's a fixer upper like she has been at this hotel by herself you know no man and she's uh, she's overalls she's a worker so they had to show even how when she's dead angel ghost she she's overalls. got overalls that's her outfit and in the play okay. she her. has continued in the afterlife to age but she has not changed her fashion <laughs> right also in the first movie, sorry, Joe, in the first movie, they make Donna and the Dynamos out to be this famous girl band that toured around. Yeah. When did Donna and the Dynamos happen? I, she they, leaves college, goes to the island, and stays there. And they gets pregnant. Did, well, because of the timeline, even though it's 1979, they could have performed one song in a Greek bar and had it become a viral video. Oh, it's true. Oh, I yeah, see. That's true. perfect. They had yeah, those viral, it was videos. Featured, viral videos. Yeah, yeah and I think it was featured on like... Uh, that's incredible <laughs> and real people. Got me on These that. were actual shows. What was, okay. what was the what was the uh was it Star Star Search? Star Search. Star yeah. Search would have been like like the mid eighties. Oh, okay. But was they that, throw that, that away. They're like Don and the Dynamos, the biggest girl power band out there. They're gonna reunite and the two older ladies, you know, they're they're funny. Um I like it better than the first one, but they're her band. But in this movie in the origin story, you never see any time period that Donna could've, and the Dynamos could have toured. Yeah. And also she would have been she was supposed to be pregnant with, with Sophie while they were doing Donna and the Dynamos. She gets pregnant and stays on the island. So that completely <laughs> It's almost like this is poorly written. Oh, that's <laughs> is crazy. That, is that the accusation you're lodging? <laughs> I just thought I would mention another thing that makes this zero is a big <laughs> steaming turn. Yeah. <laughs> that the only way this movie movie could be worse is if it were based on the music of kid rock <laughs> and performed entirely via farts i was like by chad kroger yeah. <laughs> the best of both worlds so he ends up leaving uh we should i can, can we say that pierce brosnan does his best rock impression where he's like i'll hold this random uh, like tarp here and you go tie it down and she's like okay and they tie down one post it was more believable than the rock thing. But. Get out of here. I believe the rock can hold a bridge over Pierce Brosnan holding. He wasn't, it wasn't the same thing. He was tying down a, a sign. There's anything we know about this. <laughs> there's anything we know about this family. They're not good at tying things that down. That is correct. <laughs> so, so Bill, so again, we're staying in the flashbacks. That's what this whole movie is. So Bill ends up coming back after the boat races. He sees that you know Donna's upset or whatever. He romances her. And then they go out sailing. Hooks up with her again. Yeah, they go out sailing on, on the water or whatever. But then our little buddy Sam comes back. He's apparently left his fiance he's gonna try to make things work with donna and he comes back and the old greek i did like the old greek woman that's funny i mean that's fine. a that's yeah. a funny it's a trope convention. that I do it is it. yeah but she's you know she lays down the law and was like i know who you are and you're too late she's out with you know blue eyes over you know whatever handsome you know. sinatra was in this movie well no <laughs> john mcclain <laughs> yeah. so yeah. <laughs> so you know she's giving him this thing and then he's all depressed and he just leaves like that's it yeah well like 
Right. He does. He leaves, and he's just like, "I'm going to do what I can to win her back." And she was like, "No, you're not." He's like, "Okay, uh, yep, defeated." And I, then, and then Christine uh, Bransky, Bransky's character, younger version, like tries to hit on him, and she completely, he he completely blows right past her. And she, I guess the other gal yeah. has an obsession with cake. So yeah, the two characters. One of them is a. Uh, what would you say, Christine Bransky's character? I'm just trying to figure out how to put her. She's uppity. a she's brash. No, 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 but yeah, but she's a very Sassy. sexually open, sexually open. Oh, like she I mean, likes the D. Yeah, <laughs> and young young guys. But yeah. the prequel stuff doesn't show that. But I mean, she's yeah, open about her. Alludes to it. Well, I mean, she's no. I mean, they like were... she's the same age as them. I'm not saying this was an example, but what we know about this character, oh. she's open about her sexuality. She's, she's promiscuous. A, she's a Samantha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's a cougar in the first one trying to hit on the young guys at the wedding and stuff. Um, But in this one, she tries to hit on Sam, but he's not interested. He's interested in Donna. And then the other one, the other friend, is interested in young Skarsgård. Who fall, like, this is him. This is weird. This this, this is this is horror movie level. stalkerish this is strange your best friend (laughs) is with some guy and you're gonna get that upset that he's with her and not a dude that you haven't even met i know i was like i honestly was like single white female did i miss a scene you didn't it made this was terrible because it's okay to be like i like that guy he's hot i hope you know but she's like he's mine he he can't be with her why you know ball and it's like dude you haven't talked like you've never talked i i I honestly was like like it it was like my first marriage i was questioning my sense of reality (laughs) No, no, I'm like, I don't remember any of this occurring. This was so she could get upset and eat cake. This was on the the level of John McClane figuring out who Hans Gruber was for no apparent reason. Yeah, it was, (laughs) you you did not miss anything. It was terrible. It was weird. It was super weird. It was super weird. So anyway, uh, but so she's with him. uh, And then I create a whole backstory where like the friend just goes out and bangs all of Donna's ex-boyfriends just because she falls in love with them all. <laughs> Sounds like an interesting, I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's more interesting than Mom and Mia, too. Oh, it'd be more interesting this one. So, um, But I don't know. So they it, it ends up that, I mean, this is where the she, first yeah, one. They, she's heartbroken. They go leave. She stays, oh, at the very end, she's like, her friends are like, all right, it's time to go. We're done with vacation. Let's go back to the mainland. And she's like, no, I'm staying here. Yeah, and she ends up, this little bar, I thought the bar son guy was funny i enjoyed the singer. it he I was a little was, over yeah. the top but it was no, it was but it was yeah. goofy I, look was, what we're watching right. right you know totally i thought it was funny but so she ends up when she goes to this island she she goes to this bar and she ends up getting a job they're singing there's this terrible band uh the bar is owned by the older greek lady's yes. son uh, but he gets her as a part of the band they do a little routine whatever uh, but at the end of the day instead of going home the older greek woman uh the owner's mother says well i've got this house here and if you fix it up then you, you can, can stay, stay here for free. for free and so she ends up staying on the She's island like, so that's, we could stay and make us a hotel yeah so that's how we get to the first movie so we've now heard the entire story uh and we go to present day and it's sophie with the baby thing um yeah we see lily the dads lily. all show up so sam was there because we know he left his family and never talked to them again <laughs> to stay the, he's a deadbeat dad yeah <laughs> uh, but then we see that uh, uh colin firth is made first of all just who would do this? Like the businessman calling for yeah, leaving. He's in, he's in the middle of like a multi-billion dollar. He was like, yeah. you know what? Multi-billion dollar. Family's deal. more important. Yeah. And he's like, the contract's fine. Whatever you want to put. It's like, he's right. like, cool. We, we pay you $0. I would at least be like, Hey, vice president next in command. Like you work this out. What's best for the company. It's just weird that he's like, whatever. See ya. <laughs> hey, this girl who might or might not be my daughter <laughs> is opening a hotel 
in Greece again. Right. So oh. that's more, but like it's not even like it's a wedding or no. It's just, like it's, it's just a grand opening of a hotel. Yeah, yeah. over your entire company and yeah. career. So there's that, and then uh, uh, Bill is supposed to be accepting an award. The He's greatest like, out- Swedish man of all time. I'm not making that that's up. That's the award. That's the award. <laughs> yeah. The greatest Swedish man of all time. Yeah. Award. I mean, I, it's like the greatest Swedish man. Okay. So, so just, and they can only give it away once. Yeah, it's right. of all time. Yeah, of they've all been, time. They've been sitting on it. They've been sitting on this thing He's for like, like a thousand years. Like, you know, I know you're a, a psychopathic serial killer because uh, he is in The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Uh, spoilers. spoilers. Uh, but here. Yeah. You're also the greatest Swede. So he ends up getting his twin brother, who is heavier, to to do that. Whatever he accepts the award. So they both get to the island. They bring the boat full of okay, not Greek. Before we do to that, okay. He says, "I would like to thank my mother," and they cut to a woman who is probably the same age as like Meryl Streep, the woman in the green dress, like the the person that call like that. Oh yeah. That's not his. There's He's no 67. Way. Yeah. You're going to tell me that woman's his mother? <laughs> she had him when he, she was. Well, let's talk about this. Cher is, Cher is three years older than Meryl Streep. <laughs> oh, is she really? In real In life. In real life? That's hilarious. So you figure that one out. I mean, I guess Meryl Streep's playing a woman 30 years younger. It happens yeah. all the time. I think uh, in The Graduate, I think Annette, not Annette Benning, uh Anne Bancroft is, yeah. uh, I think she's like, oh. like three or four years older than Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, you're and right. But she plays it up like. No, you, you can't tell the right. way it's played, but but yeah. How old is Dustin Hoffman supposed to be in that movie? Uh, he's supposed to be just graduated from college. So 24? Yeah, like tw- yeah 22, 23. Okay. Yeah. And it's that's, fine. That's it's movie. just they shouldn't have put years and ages because that's it, why it they all never, starts unraveling. If you ever read comic books, if you look at yes. it, they never put a year. No. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's always like zero. Well, now they can't even do that. It used to be like 19, <laughs> but you couldn't see the last two. And right. now even that's problematic, <laughs> yeah, right? It's just like the years scratched out. So they come with the boat full of not Greeks. They got the <laughs> the young person's disco club the, crew the, to... The local. Let's talk about the choreography in this movie for a second, shall we? Okay. Like, this is like a community theater production of Grease 2. Yeah, I agree. Like, it is so bad. I went... It's so bad. I went to IMDb to look up the choreographer for this movie. Okay. So... Because I think the director of the first one might have been the choreographer or director of the stage musical, so it worked very well. well so... That makes sense. Yeah. There, There's... Uh, there, so IMDb lists an associate choreographer. Okay. Okay. Do you know who they list as the is like the head choreographer? Pierce Brosnan, Meryl Streep. Nobody. <laughs> this <laughs> movie, ha- according to IMDb, <laughs> this movie has an associate choreographer, but not a choreographer. Judging by and, the- you, and you know what. I believe him. <laughs> Bill, <laughs> right. can't, that's exactly can't, what it is. We can't give you full choreography credentials yet. You're only yeah. an associate choreographer. Do you think you can handle this? Uh, you if know you, what? I'll this, give it a shot. If this, yeah. if this pans out, you may be working your way up to choreographer. <laughs> there were some scenes with um, Cinderella. What's her name? Lily James. Lily James, Lily who James. is delightful. Yeah, where I'm just like, did, did you just get hammered before you did this scene? And just be like, Why? I'm just gonna dance with my friends. It's no I mean, that's I yeah. Was, it was, it's I, just I, like I, yeah. <laughs> it's it, it's like for choreographer, they just brought in somebody to go. Yeah, wing it. <laughs> I'll take my check, please. Yeah, <laughs> make I, it payable to cash. Let's just try one. Just you know, just go for it. <laughs> it looked like at least Lily James, especially, but and her friends were having fun. I, it just it just felt very forced to make the new songs fit with I this agree. origin story, yeah, I, and then the rehash of the the old songs just felt 
lame. Like yeah. it's like we've already heard all these songs and better versions. I thought Meryl Streep was a great like she may not be as good as the Broadway original cast, but I mean she did a good job. And this one, I just felt like the songs were so forced. Like was it Dancing Queen on the boat with the choreography? Yeah. Yeah. All the people flash mobbing Dancing Queen just to get in, and I think Cher at the end does either Dancing Queen no, or Mamma Mia. No, no, no! At the end, like oh, the, I didn't the, say the encore. That, I didn't say that long. Oh, so. at, at the lazy encore oh. end that they do. <laughs> oh, like it, they did it in the first one yeah. too, where it was just them in jumpsuits on a blank on an empty sound stage. Yeah, I'm like the only oh. way this could get lazier is if you just walked into the theater and someone had put a boombox in front of the screen and <laughs> pressed play. I mean, this was a this was a theater thing. This was a you know. Uh, encore, not encore, a curtain call. Like so, at the end of music, it's a way to shoehorn in songs that didn't, they couldn't fit in the yeah, rest yeah, of the yeah. movie. I yeah. mean, this is not a movie characters. This is Meryl Streep and all of them. You know, the younger and older ones are together. It's just a fun way they do it at the end of musicals, just to get the audience so they can stand up and sing along. It's a weird alternate timeline where they all just start hanging out. No, with each it's other. just for fun. I mean, that's it's whatever. But there's two more scenes. So there's the big party for the grand opening of the hotel. This is when Cher comes. She, yeah, so like the, Lily so, James like tears up her invitation. She's like she's not going to come anyway. And then her boyfriend slash husband slash baby's baby's daddy was just like, no, I invite her anyway. Yeah, like, they, well, I don't even remember how. Yeah, she, like I in, the she very, was just in the in the very beginning, yeah. she's she has it in her. She, she writes grandma. Yeah, and right. she has it. And I know she right tears on top it up. She tears it up. I didn't know how. And she, then he Sky brings her. Oh, he did. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, she shows up, and she, and then Amanda Seyfried's like, "I didn't invite you. Oh, it's the best party, little girl. It's, just so, it's so dumb. It's a very good share impression, by the way. I, about as good. As, I mean, she's just so bad in this. I don't care if you like Cher. Again, I know this is unpopular, but she does not work in this movie. It's silly. Her voice doesn't fit the ABBA songs. But then she sees Andy Should Garcia. Should Midler. Yeah, but she sees Andy Garcia, and this whole time, Andy Garcia is just like this really like what would you say? He's very he's morose enigmatic he's just this guy that like you can't tell what's up with him he's not interested in a relationship he sees if this the, was a this is a slasher flick he'd be the killer yeah. yeah he sees the two friends but he's not interested in hooking up with them because uh christine bransky is like oh this guy is hot right. they're funny little moment but he's like i'm not i'm done with love i'm not interested but then he sees Cher, and then Cher walks down from where she landed on the helicopter <laughs> and does the whole fernando song with fireworks <laughs> in the background like I thought the moment was funny for like 30 seconds, but the whole number was exhausting. This whole thing. I mean, it was beyond ludicrous. And then we meet Andy Garcia's brother, who is the caretaker from the hotel in John Wick 2. I don't remember that. Yeah, the second, not, not Ian McShane. Okay. But when John Wick goes to the other hotel... Oh. In Rome or wherever he, uh, wherever the, yeah, when he goes yeah, to, Cuba, I can't go, think of who it is. I don't know who he yeah. is. I oh, is it? Mm, I'm who's the guy, that, who's anyway. the guy that played Alan Quartermain? That's Richard Chamberlain. That was not Richard. Okay. Chamberlain. Anyway, yeah. So so they're you know they're together now. She does the big Fernando thing. It's ridiculously wedged in there. It sounds terrible. And then uh, the next scene is nine months later. And so the baby is born. They're w- hiking up the mountain, which this, is the, a soundstage yeah. entrance. They're walking. They're up actually they're actually uh, rock climbing. Up the side of the yeah, because who knows yeah, how Lord. they got there. Yeah, uh, but she walks in and and she's upset because Donna isn't there to meet the baby. But then Ghost Donna shows up and sings this whole <laughs> song to Ghost her. Ghost Donna. 
<laughs> she is. I mean, it's it's she's dead, but she's like haunting them. And uh, she has this moment, which is, you know, a tearjerker for, you know, if you're into the movie, it's a touching moment. Yeah. And then she leaves and closes the door. So that's kind of like, yeah, Donna was there. Oh, she's like, I wish my mother could be here. And someone, Sam, someone says she is or, mm. you know, one of those. She is here. Yeah. And then so she walks out after seeing the baby's baptism and closes the doors like that's a nice little closing to her story and walks out. She backs out and like kind of like grabbing for the doors behind her like, oh, oh, oh God, I'm okay. And closes the door. And then, I mean, that's it. I, yeah, that was it. It, it, it. And then they have the big uh, uh, curtain call number with all the actors or whatever. Well, then over you get the, the scenes where Willie James is giving birth. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Where I love when she's in she's in labor but still had time to change her outfit. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. She, it's a, um, a mashup of the the baptism and Lily yeah. James going through birth of Sophie and you know so like like Godfather yeah. exactly I mean, this movie like is Godfather, Godfather yeah. 2 they're telling the yeah. story of I mean it's hey, at least it's not Godfather 3 oh yeah and you get the, the baptismal scene where everybody's getting killed <laughs> in sync with if, the baptism if that happened right. in this movie I'd be like would, let's do it yeah, yeah. I'd shoot, volunteer to be one of them shoot him in the eye <laughs> Mo Green <laughs> Mo Green Mo Green I'm Mo Green hey Call you know it. I'm Mo Green yeah. I love that guy. I am out of the Tropicana oh man oh. what a great scene it's just this movie's not good I don't get it I I mean I wish that somehow if, if what the critics did with the first one like you said Tom is if they've come around I wish there was somehow to amend it because it just seems like a crime that the first one's a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes this is an 80 something well, I just, also don't wait 14 years or how, how that was long? incredible sorry right how long what's the gap Ten. between this okay you, it also makes me feel like I'm like I reviewed the first one, <laughs> and I was like, I've been doing this ten years. Yeah. I mean, longer because it wasn't like it was the first movie I reviewed. Right, I'm like, right. whoa! I started reviewing in 2007. Yeah. So I mean, it's, I think the first movie I officially reviewed was the uh, Ed Norton Hulk movie. Okay, good movie. Yeah, yeah it was underrated. Uh, yeah, better than Thor two. No Eric Bana, but good or Ang Lee <laughs> for that matter. Yeah. So I I don't know. I, like I said, if you have fun with this movie, fine. But I see this as an alternative to going to a karaoke bar, a night out with the girls. Like it's a it's an it's entertaining if you just want to see a bunch of music videos stitched together and and call it a movie. But there's just it's so unnecessary and it's lifeless. It doesn't have the energy. Again, I think the cast was sleepwalking through it, with the exception of Lily James and a couple of the younger cast. But it just feels like they're all being forced. Like I think they had a vacation. You know, they were like, "Well, you can go to this Greek island for a week and film here for a couple <laughs> Actually, days." We're going to stay here in California because you're going to do this yeah. show on a green screen. There definitely was a lot of that, but I feel like they got them out there for a week, paid for their vacation, or maybe they stayed for two weeks, filmed for a week. Um, no one seemed like they wanted to be there and were having fun. And no, and it just felt. The, the songs they forced in were bad and the songs that they repeated were not as good as the first. So I just found no joy out of it. And it was a shame because again, I really loved the first one, but it even got a round of applause in the theater. I was in. <sighs> well, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's the thing because it's a fun night out movie, but it's not but a it, good movie. Yeah. It, I didn't even think it was fun. Like I at least, no, I much, didn't think it was. I, I just, that's yeah. what it's marketed for. It's a, it's a girl's night out movie or whatever. I mean, doesn't have to be girls, but it's just a, a, uh, check your brain just sing along in your head or whatever dance in your seat to the music and it's nothing more and right. i think that um it, it just if you if you know the first one it's very like contained like you didn't need more and so it was obviously a cash grab the first one made a boatload of money and 
Um, I don't know. I'll be interested. They waited too long, honestly. They probably could have made a a boatload of money if they made It's made $40 million. I guess that's true. Opening weekend, I feel like for... Number one movie of the week. A movie like this, that seems like a lot of money. Especially, like, I'm surprised they released it in the 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 time. summer. Yeah, like, I feel like this movie could have made even more money. Had a well, spring movie or something? But, I mean, What's it's... That? Like spring release? Yeah, like not like in the middle... February, April, maybe. The middle of summer seems like a very... But it's it's got to be counter-programmed. That's I, what I'm thinking. I was going to say, they, oh, they it is good counter They have a week before Mission Impossible. And a week after... And a week after Ant-Man and all that stuff. And all that yeah. Stuff. And then and there's a, the dudes will be like, hey, we're going to go see Mission Impossible if you want to go see Mamma Mia. Yeah. And, all right. Yeah. I'll be interested to see where this ends up because, again, the first one made $700 million. It was insane. Um, I was trying to look up the first one's box office. I don't know. Tom, or no, I'm sorry, the opening weekend. We didn't talk about that on the box office report. The first one opened to $27 million. Oh, well, so, that's, I mean, that's a I mean, bigger opening weekend. It, it beat the bigger opening, but will it have the legs? Will but people... it's also been 10 years. Ticket prices are higher. That's true. So it probably, out, adjusted for inflation, it's probably right Right on the cusp. Where it was where it was last time. And will this have the legs? That's my question. Are people... I, know I don't that, think movies have legs anymore, unless you're a tentpole movie. I don't know. I mean, it just depends. I mean, uh, The Greatest Showman wasn't a tentpole movie, and that true. broke yeah. all the records That's for having legs. Point. I mean, if a movie's good, people will see it. You know? I mean, not saying all movies that are good make a ton of money, but what yeah. I mean is, though, if a movie is something like this, like it could be an event, like, oh, it's so fun to go see. Like, people will tell people, and and musicals are perfect for that because you don't have to think too much. Again, even if you're not involved in the story, if you like the music of ABBA, again, it's like you're watching music videos strung together or covers strung together of right. music videos. So can, I get a, can I get a musical set to the, the songs of Black Flag? No. You just, unless you write it and somehow license it, interesting, and play it in very, very <laughs> small theaters. Yeah, <laughs> sure, you can you can do what whatever you pe- want. What Joe. about Pennywise? No, damn it, the so, clown? No, <laughs> the dancing clown. There it's was perfect. a Stephen King musical. There was. What? They made yeah. They made a musical out of Carrie. Okay. Are you serious? Yeah, in the seventies, it ran for like. Oh, it was. It people, made no people money, revive right? it sometimes. Because it yeah. like, it, but yeah, it was I that mean, bad. It supposedly there was, was a big bad. story around it, and I I yeah. can't remember the exact details, but apparently it was just a horrible, and I think it closed very quickly. But people do revive it mm. sometimes and do because it's because it's weird. It's because it's weird. Yeah. There was a Superman musical. There too. was yeah. Look up in the sky. Yeah. Yep. What? Starring Leslie Ann Warren as uh, Lois Lane. Wow. Okay. There's. It's weird. All right. We don't have time for this. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Mamma Mia. Here we go again. When people ask. How are they going to do it when they used all the songs from the first one? They're That's not. They They're just, not. <laughs> they just recycle them, and they hope that yeah. you are entertained. How are they going to do it? Not well. Yeah. Correct. So, well, I guess there that's it for this one. Don't say we never go outside of our comfort <laughs> yeah. zone. We could have done Equalizer too, but we didn't. Yeah, Joe, you're well, welcome. Yeah, thanks. Well, we could have done it anyway. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> and made you see it for no oh, damn yeah. reason. Oh, so, uh, so that's it for this one. I guess uh, let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. If you want to find us online, you can do so at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers or on Twitter at Real Spoilers. If you want to throw your money in the hat, we will take it. Uh, we have a very big hat, so keep it coming. Patreon.com slash... I don't want to brag, but... <laughs> yeah. 
My hat's in front of the screen. All right. <laughs> we didn't say Jimmy hat. So uh, there's a very dated slang terminology. Yes, it is, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so yeah, patreon.com slash real spoilers. So that's it for this one. Coming up next week, uh, I think we will finally actually do Mission Impossible <laughs> Oh, no, too. I think we're doing Christopher Robin. Since it's opening, I'll totally do Christopher <laughs> Robin. I think that's two weeks. I mean, I'll uh, do them. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. He's an adult like in this that. movie. He's oh, an adult. That's true. Okay. So I was going to say, have you learned nothing from the yeah. controversy that we spent 15 minutes talking about last episode? So I can say it now. That's true. Yeah. And so. that's fine if you want to. I mean, yeah. Why? Why is poo sticky? <laughs> that's not he honey. Definitely, he definitely looks a little matted. Real that's quick question. Not honey. I found a record at the record store the other day, and it said on the back of it, the first adventure of Winnie the Pooh, Pooh, the honey pot, the tree, and guns. Is there a gun in the Winnie the Pooh story? Because I, I, I wish I bought it. But I forgot to go I've pick it up. I've never heard of a gun. In a I Winnie don't Pooh remember. Story. Like I, I read the first yeah. book, and uh, um, I mean, this was I an old record, my... and it literally said part of the story when it was listed. The thing oh, was, I do think guns. there's a thing where he's got like a like one of those a pop like, gun. Like he pop does guns. have a pop gun. Okay, yeah, I remember yes. seeing that. Must be it. Yeah, I'm like, I, I laughed out loud. I'm like, I don't remember a story of guns in the he's Winnie got, the Pooh like, saga. Yeah. Okay. yeah, like an Elmer and it's got hat. like like the cork on yes. a string okay. that yeah, goes in like, it. He's doing yeah. like a march. And I know kids used to love you know toy guns and play yeah. cowboys and Indians. So I guess they were trying to appeal like, oh, and as a gun, that's a cool yeah. thing for you know kids to <laughs> hear about. Just a weird time, but anyway, okay. Thank you for answering that. No, it's been burning. <laughs> we played with toy guns all the time growing yeah, up. Right, yes, we was, did. It yeah. was. Different totally time. a thing. Now we play with real and ones. Back then it was like I want the one that looks the most the like most an real gun. You know what? Six Flags in Disney World, all theme parks. But you know, you're not allowed to bring fake weapons or anything. In the Six Flags shop, they sell toy SWAT team kits and things that have assault rifles and fake guns. So I guess when it's you like buy the air- them there, yeah, it's like the airport. They don't want you to bring yours in. Yeah, you yeah. but when you $5. buy them there, you can't bring them in. But when you buy them there, you can run around the park with fake guns. They sell. I remember that's com- so weird. Coming back from Disney World when I was a kid, uh, and I had bought. They used to sell outside of. Uh, in the gift shop of Pirates of the Caribbean, they sold like little tiny replicas of those, but like they were tiny, oh, tiny. Right. Yeah. But they were metal. Yep. And it was a, it was cap, a cap gun, gun. and yeah. you could and it would you could Make only put like one cap in there at a time. Right. But it would. Yeah. yeah. And so it was we like, had, I had a revolver cap gun. Sure. Yeah, I had one of those too. Yeah. 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 Um. But uh. And the yeah. Like I stopped security, and they <laughs> they were like, "Oh, that's you're an adorable little mop. Yeah. Go on with your gun, right? child." Last story, but I watched the video from the opening of Disneyland. Here's and, some cigarettes. Yeah. yeah right. The opening of of Disneyland, and and the commentators there, and uh, Adventureland was a bunch of kids running around with toy rifles playing cowboys and Indians. Yeah. Yep. Inside, like that was a feature oh, of the park. I remember like, running kids, around our neighborhood. I know, but this is in Disneyland. I'm just saying it's such a weird concept that kids would go and play with toy guns running around Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> so different weird. times, but yeah, man, very, very different times. Yes, and then yeah, and you go to Fantasyland. They were all in blackface. <laughs> oh it's my god! All things that were horribly offensive today. But we're gonna like, fire the, James Gunn. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like right, that's yeah. yeah. Like you don't want to even talk about that song of the South ride. Right? Yeah, I mean, that's not good. Let's dig up Disney's old tweets. Yeah. Right. <laughs> before there were tweets. Yeah. So uh, so anyway, Mission Impossible is coming at you next week. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Stephanie is crowned queen of the graduation luau. They were closer now, Fernando. Every hour, every minute seemed to last eternally. I was so afraid, Fernando. 
we're young and full of life and none of us prepared to die. And I'm not ashamed to say the roar of guns and cannons almost made me cry. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary Freaknik: The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.